What's up, DNVR listeners? Really excited to tell you guys about some game-changing coffee. Of course, it's Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD-enriched coffee that has really changed lives. Their reviews are incredible. Make sure you check them out. This CBD-infused coffee has taken away everything from long-term migraines to back pain and arthritis, IBS, it's helped decrease anxiety. You name it, CBD is all natural and not psychoactive. The coffee is rich and tasty. We couldn't recommend it anymore to our listeners. As Strava says, guys, drink deeply, live fully. Check it out for yourself today and receive 20% off when you use the code BSN2019 at checkout. You'll get it shipped straight to your door. NBR Nuggets podcast. I'm, of course, your co-host to this, seated to my left, Brendan Rhodes. What's up, guys? He's going to also be working the TV, so every time the TV screws up, you'll know it's him. <laughs> we got Mr. Harrison Wind. What's going on, guys? Living the best, man. I'm excited. So yesterday, we did a nice introduction show, um, told you all about us partnering up, forming this big three over at DNVR, what you can expect from us. Mm -hmm. And we also started the 10 most important storylines heading into training camp. We're going to continue that today by talking about the top five. This is the top five most important storylines that we look to sort of start exploring as early as next Monday. Training camp next, but let me ask you this one, first one though. Training camp begins on Monday. Does, Does it or is it Tuesday? Well, two, media day is Monday. Okay, okay. Good start. You know, <laughs> I just want to get the facts out, out of the way. <laughs> well, the, the truth is, it does begin Monday because the way it works is you do media day all day, and the players hate it and they're exhausted. And then the team will go down to Colorado Springs, get into their hotel, and then do the team dinner. And right. the team dinner is the, like... The team dinner is always like an event that you're waiting for a couple nice little juicy details to emerge from. And, and they do, though. Because yeah. it's like, you know, someone's going to step up and say, hey, guys, this is a year we can win it all or whatever's going to happen at that meeting and so yeah i would say that monday is the first official day of training camp because that's it's like a mental and emotional day what would you serve for a team dinner pasta pasta carbo, carbo, load. Load. Got a carbo, carbo baby. Load. yeah we've all been to team dinners we were athletes <laughs> briefly when we were nine i was never an athlete on like a professional team no. well, that's five star uh, four we, seasons when you're in little league and you have a team dinner it's like what's the cheapest thing i could make for 15 boys so mm -hmm. i think it's different for the nuggets probably like steak and I would hope it was steak yeah. if I was attending a team dinner. Hey, while we're on the topic, what's the deal with MPJ? Is he a, a vegan, a vegetarian, or does he eat meat? Does anyone know? I hear he well, is eating meat now. Like well, he, he was a vegan, and then he was a raw vegan, and now he is just back to meat, eating right? some types of meat. I think that's good news. This is a question for media day, actually. This is a question for... Dr. Mars, MD. Dr. Mars. Is that a good thing, Adam? <laughs> Let's get right to Yeah, I don't know. Maybe look. Like uh, I'm the yeah. bastion of Hold health on, over here. Let me WebMD it real yeah. quick. I'll get back to you guys. Uh, all right. Let's get it right into our list here. We're going to start with number five. Who gets left out of the rotation? This is a big one. And when we talk about this, we're talking primarily about the uh, the small forward position. But I think we really can go all the way across it. I'll start with you, Brendan. Which player is not going to be in the rotation this year that that's on the bubble i i'm stuck on wancho it's such a no fun answer but, it is no fun but it's on the but it's a possibility right yeah and i'd like to think if he's healthy that won't be the case 
But, I mean, look, I, Wancho couldn't hit the backboard for half of the season. So until we're seeing the shots hit fall through the bottom of the net, I still don't think he's a guy who's comfortable really putting the ball on the floor, making passes on the move. I still don't like him as a defender. So if the, if he's not hitting shots at a high clip, he's not in the rotation. Are you talking about FIBA gold medalist Wancho Hernan Gomez? That's exactly a okay. world champion. <laughs> make sure we're talking about the Won the week, Wancho Hernan Gomez. Wancho, yeah, he's definitely not in the rotation. <laughs> really? Yeah, you think Wancho is in the opening night rotation? I don't think it's definite. I don't think you that's think a it's definitely. a greater than fifty percent chance. No, but okay. but when we're talking about four players at that spot, two of whom will make it, I mean, fifth, even be, being below slightly below fifty percent is not who, that crazy. Like, let, but before we even name the guy, I mean, who else is in the? Yeah, I guess we could say who's in the rotation at that small. So I think the guys that are locks to be in: Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Nikola Jokic, mm-hmm. Paul Millsap. No question about it. Jeremy Grant. I think no question no about question. it. Um, Monte Morris, no question about it. Malik is Every in. other yep. player, no. I would say every other player is on the bubble. Oh, there it is. What's going on? You good? Yeah. I think every other player is on the bubble, including Malik. I think Malik is like... You think Malik Beasley is on the bubble? Is he not? Rotation? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, not sure 100%. Wow, I think, I think you're crazy. Well, I think he is like nine, He has the highest odds of all those players we're talking about, but he's competing with Gary Harris, Juan Joran and Gomez, B- Will Barton, Tori Craig. He's comp- competing with all those guys. So is he the most likely of that group to be in? Yes, but... Is it that crazy to think that maybe he won't beat out those other guys? I think I so. I think that's yeah. a little crazy. Seems insane to me. Malik was so good last year. Of course he was. But Michael Porter Jr. wasn't on the team. Juan Jorgen Gomez was hurt for half the year. Will Barton was out of the rotation. Gary Harris was out. That's a lot of bodies to be back There's in. still minutes at the backup shooting guard, though, right? If Will Barton's playing three? Again, yes, if Michael Porter Jr. is not right. playing or starting right. at three. No, I, look, Michael I understand Gomez what you're saying. It? You're trying to, to detail a path to which that is possible. I just think it's highly, highly unlikely. Is yeah. it, I don't know. We'll I think you can pencil Barton in for minutes. I think you can pencil Malik in for minutes. I think those yeah. two guys are locks. And then I think your next guy is probably Torrey Craig. Tori above Wancho and MPJ. I would put Tori above both those guys. Yep. Especially if we're trying to role playing as Michael Malone, right? Do you agree with that? Tori Craig is above. I think, man, I don't know about that. We remember the numbers last year. They were, ter- I mean, it's crazy because we remember how bad Will Barton was, but. Tory Craig in that starting spot was really, really rough, and the numbers with him on and off were really bad. The numbers were bad, but um, I mean, if I'm just speculating here, what what I think Malone is going to go to at the start of the season when you're trying to get off to a good start, I think he's going to go with the guys he trusts. He trusts Tory Craig, who you know had what I think will be described as a big summer. Strong agree with Harrison on that. It's just it's about role playing as Malone, and Malone loves Craig. I, I can't. I, I look again. I think Beasley's in the rotation. I don't think Craig is. I actually do okay. not think Tory Craig is in the rotation this year when everybody's fully healthy. I would put him the furthest back on the depth chart. I think when we're talking about Michael Porter Jr., people are bullshitting if they know exactly what of he's going to bring Thank to you. the yeah, team in course. the regular season. Yeah. People are, are just talking out their ass, to be honest. I mean, he can look amazing in open gyms. He can look great, yeah. and I'm sure he does at times, and I'm sure there are also times when he looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. But to watch what he's doing behind the scenes and say, okay, this guy can play 20 minutes a night for us, game in, game out, the start of the season, you're crazy. Yeah. You just don't know. you got to see what he does. What about Mason Plumley? I think Mason Plumlee's in the rotation. But let's throw out these minutes. So let's say Yoke's going to play 30 minutes a game, 31. Yeah. Okay, that leaves, what, 17 minutes at backup center. Mm-hmm. 
he will probably eat up a majority of those. Mason Plumley will. Mm -hmm. But the Nuggets will go to some small ball. Maybe they won't do it frequently, but there'll be some. We'll say maybe over the course of the year that becomes two minutes a game. Yeah. So 15 minutes, is that all he plays is 15 minutes per game? Well, I don't see a lot of minutes where he's playing next to Jokic. And that was a big chunk of the minutes he was yes, playing last right, year. It was. Yeah. He was playing the backup center minutes and then the minutes at the five next to Jokic, who was at the four. He's not going to get those minutes this year. So I'm with you. His minutes will come exclusively at backup center. Yeah. And there's just not that many there. Yeah. Um, I guess we could move on there. I think Wancho has a chance in the. I, I think he has a better chance than people think. And here's why. I just think he fits in with Jokic lineups. I think Jokic likes him. I think those lineups are going to look like some of the best, and they're probably going to have some of the best numbers behind him. And Malone, you're right that he is somewhat stubborn in some of his ideals, but he's also malleable when he sees the, the proof in the pudding. And that's. I just think that the Wancho Jokic lineups are going to crush. Um, I know what else is going to crush myself to this Colorado core. <laughs> Cheers. Look at these alley-oops I'm throwing. I'm glad you brought it up because I was about to crack mine. We should, just crack, we should just crack them right now. We insisted on pushing this podcast to afternoon so we could open up our... I, I opened board. mine 30 minutes ago. So. So I, I said on the podcast yesterday that Colorado Core is growing on me. What, what do you guys... What do you think about it? I think it's fantastic. It tastes like a cider beer mix. It's like half cider, half beer, and it's just so easy to drink. A quick word from Denver Rubber Company. You guys know how supporting local business is in our blood, so we're super excited to tell you about a Denver Rubber Company, and it may not be what you think it is. Denver Rubber Company is the most reliable local partner for your long-term projects. Since 1972, Denver Rubber Company has provided the highest quality of products from custom die-cut gaskets, molded rubber, to custom contract manufacturing and custom hoses. DRC offers innovative solutions to serve a diverse line of industries, including aerospace, pharmaceutical, construction, medical, military, electronics, and so much more. An ISO certified company that will work with you from design to final product that is both cost effective and will meet your requirements. If your need of custom design, material selection for your project, or have a deadline to make a large order, do not hesitate to call Denver Rubber Company. Call them today at 1-800-259-0010 or visit them at drcfirst.com and tell them who sent you. So we're going to move on now. I, first of all, I like that all of our sponsors are local. Like It really is. like The cool thing about DNVR is we're just such a homegrown local thing and like all of our advertisers are too. Um, all right, let's move on to number four. How does Jeremy Grant fit in? This is, I think, in my opinion, the fourth most important storyline seamlessly what does he have to do i'm going to start with you harrison what do, what do you expect out of jeremy grant on like week one oh, i've got such high expectations for jeremy grant i said this on a podcast i recorded earlier this summer but i think jeremy grant takes denver from the tier they were in last year to the contender tier mm. i think he vaults wow. them up to the tier with the clippers the lakers are they whoever. on par or are they just like at the bottom of the tier i think they're in that tier I do. You don't differentiate. Once you're in the tier, it doesn't matter. I think the Nuggets are in the same tier as the Clippers. All right. You know, when it comes to how far they can go in the playoffs, obviously what they can do in the regular season. I think Grant puts them in that tier, but my expectations for him could not be any higher. Okay. I think he's going to be an absolutely seamless fit. He's going to play a ton of minutes. He's going to close games. He's going to be... You know, really efficient on the offensive end of the four. He's going to be one of Denver's most valuable defenders. My expectations couldn't be higher. I should say that we, we've done previous series for all the players, and yeah. the Jeremy Grant one dropped today, and it's one of my favorite ones. It's behind the paywall, though. you got to subscribe. 
We did that on purpose. Uh, go ahead, Brendan. What do you think? Uh, more length, right? More defensive versatility, and a guy who shoots the, the three ball well. It, it's it's perfect. We know he plays hard, and I, I guess I'm. This is secondhand information. I don't know Jeremy Grant, but all the people in the organization, we know Tim Connolly has a relationship with him. They speak so highly about Tim Connolly was in Washington when his when it, father, uncle, 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 when his uncle was yeah. in in Washington. Yeah, He's okay. known Jeremy Grant since he was like this tall, walking around. No. And uh, then bullets facility. So what are you saying when he was this tall from the floor or from the <laughs> table? Because I don't, I, I don't think Jeremy Grant was ever this Before tall. Before he was, born. he's known him since he was two inches tall. No, yeah. I just think we're sold on a guy who he just likes to play basketball. He's going to play basketball hard. He's going to slide into a locker room that seems to get along with each other. And on the court, he's a he's a great great fit. I don't think there's any any counter to that. Here, well, here's the counter. You know who else was a great fit with Nikola Jokic, Paul Millsap. You know who else was Mason Plumley. So, and, and there's this thing. So, like when you look at net ratings, that's points allowed. Is how much you outscore opponents per 100 possessions. Mm-hmm. The Nuggets were doing it with both guys, Millsap and Jokic, at like plus seven or higher. That's kind of the limit. Like there's not very many combos with real minutes that are higher than that. And so one of my big questions with Jeremy Grant, yes, I think he's a great fit. Like Trey Lyles was a bad fit. I think Jeremy Grant's a great fit. But how much better can you get than those? numbers and and to me that that's what I kind of look at I, I put it's not about to me like how much better the starters get so much as it's you're taking all those minutes where it was Trey Lyles yeah and, and now it's a better player yeah yeah for sure and that's a good question that that's a good point you bring up how much better can it get right yeah. because Millsap and Jokic have put up great numbers Jokic and Plumlee put up great numbers together last year but I think on paper, Grant and Jokic should put up amazing numbers. Grant and Plumlee should put up really good numbers if those two are playing together. Grant and Millsap even, I think, is a better fit on paper than Millsap and Plumlee. Jeremy Grant seems a little has a little Paul Millsap energy to him, I think. I mean, we haven't been around him enough to really know, but he seems like a like quiet, soft-spoken, yes. do-your-job guy. Yes. And I think that personality will vibe with Yoke. I mean, yeah. Yoke vibes with every, almost Grant everyone. Grant doesn't need the ball. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not even talking basketball. I'm just talking about, like, well, well, Jeremy Grant and Nikola Jokic, like, get along. And not just get along, but, like, will they kind of dig each other? Well, Grant has, like, the same personality as a lot of guys in the locker room. Yeah. Like, he's kind of aligned with... The Gary Harris of the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. With Tory Craig, yeah. with Denver Vando, yeah, with Monte Morris. All those guys just are, are just straight chillers, I feel like. This is why Richard Jefferson said the Nuggets they were are. so boring, because yes. they don't have any like yeah. crazy yeah. jerks. But that's a good thing in the yeah. NBA. That's a great thing. That's, that's what uh, you want your guys to be. Can't like. get too high, can't get too low. They they've got that part down. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, let's go to number three. Where is Jokic mentally? This is so full disclosure, this is probably number one always because Jokic's the most important player. But it's kind of less interesting, but he had a long season. He, he played. He carried the team. He was. He was more exhausted, I think, than any other player, and rightfully so. Um, then he comes and does the Serbia thing, which I think, you know, he was had mixed emotions about. Where is he at mentally? Are you worried he's basketballed out? Just the whole hundred on course. the court, off the court. We all joke that we would not be surprised if Jokic retired after this contract, which is insane. By but it's way, like if you're sitting at home, I don't have the exact number, but get a calculator and do the math on the U.S. dollar, how far that takes you in Serbia. Jokic can retire a long right? ways. He can retire tomorrow. You know what? You can also do the math and see how much 150 million gets you in America, and it also can help you retire. Now. Strong so. counter. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Um, I think we're making a little too big of a deal out of this, to be I think honest. So. I think so, too. It's a talking um, point, but... I think there's some truth to it, but my read on Jokic a little bit is once he gets into the flow of the season, once he gets into a routine, practice, shoot around, game, 
he's going to lock back in, I think. I, I don't know if this is getting ahead of ourselves as Nuggets fans, Nuggets people, but I also think we're at the point where I personally am less concerned with how that regular season goes, game to game. Jokic to can give 60% and still absolutely dominate the regular oh, season. And yeah. I'm kind of anticipating it. And, and make but, another all-star but my, team. But my point is, like, we, we've talked about how they might rest guys, right? Mills, Happy, Gary, you sure. pointed out. Sure. Um, maybe Jokic gets some load management, just, to, just mentally, smart. right? Give him some time. And uh, to me, it's all about where are these guys at mentally when the playoffs start. And I think when that happens, Jokic is just a competitor and he's ready to go. Yeah, so but he the, may be annoying across 82 games, but I think maybe the first maybe he's kind of just moping around during training camp or whatnot. Maybe the preseason. Once the regular season hits, once everybody locks in, I think he's gonna you know refocus. Casual yoke, less serious yoke is some of my favorite though. Yeah. Like Jokic, the least less he. I imagine Jokic in scrimmages is incredible because yeah, yeah. he's like the turnovers don't matter, so I'm gonna throw some. Cra- I think we might get a little bit of that of Jokic in October, where it's like, yeah, Jokic just hiked the ball full court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this game actually does count, Jokic. You you I hope we do, but he can't get to a point where. He's experimenting with stuff, and they're losing to the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> right, right, right. He's, he's got to keep that happy medium. Do you think how much energy do you think Malone has put into this specific topic of like, Yoke is going to be tired. That's fair, but also I have to push. Like, how much mental energy do you think he's spent on that? I think he's thought about it a lot. He would be smart to think about it, and I'm sure. I, I'm just speculating here, but I think maybe a reason Tyler Zeller is in camp is because. He Jokic. looks like Jokic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit. But um, they have him wearing number fifteen. Like, how much time. is Jokic really going to be scrimmaging full, you know, full court, hundred percent live yeah. on day one of training camp? Yeah, hopefully very little. Hopefully right. very. So little. I feel like maybe Tyler Zeller's here for that. Yeah, maybe so. Um, all right, I'm going to throw it to you again, Harrison. Take us to break. Uh, another local company to talk about. Piper Electric. Are you in need of a top dog electrician? Because for over 35 years, Piper Electric has been the most fairly priced, dependable, and trustworthy electrical contract company in the Denver community. If you call 303-646-6765, they will give you the DNVR back to school hookup and save you 20% off of your next service call. No job is too big or too small for these guys. They work with the top professionalism and integrity in the biz whether it's residential, commercial, or industrial work. Don't forget, you have to call 303-646-6765 to get 20% off from Piper Electric on your next service call. Perfect. Support the people that support this show. It keeps us going. Um, Number two on my list, and this could be number one. Number one and number two can Mm flip-flop. Can Jamal Murray make the leap? And when we say the leap, he's already started the leap. I mean, his playoff run after those first three games is pretty phenomenal. But yeah. Can when we say the leap, let's just establish it. I mean, can he become a top thirty player or better? Because I don't think he is right now. By the end of nineteen twenty. By the end the of this question? season. According to this ESPN rank that just came out, I think he might already be. That's in, <laughs> let's just let's put it this way. We all I think agree. Like, so if you're talking about the best duos in the NBA, I don't know that you would say the Nuggets have the best one of the best duos because like they're not Paul George and Kawhi. No. Yeah, no, yeah, no. But way. can at the end of the year, are we talking about the duo because Murray has put himself up there it's absolutely 100% on the table yes I can't say I'm expecting it I don't know if I would bet on it but you cannot have watched what he did last year in the playoffs at that age head-to-head with Dame and think all right well this guy can't play at that level I mean we've just seen it flat out yeah his highs are there his highs are there he absolutely can and I agree with you Brendan I think the playoffs are kind of the jumping off point if he didn't do what he did in the playoffs especially in that Portland series 
I would be much more hesitant on this topic. Um, I think the playoffs are going to give him a ton of confidence coming into this year. He's set up for success, uh, as are most of the guys on this Nuggets team, which is how talented this team is. He's totally set up for success. I always go back to what he and Jokic established last year when everybody was hurt for that couple-month stretch. Gary Harris was out. Will Barton was out. Paul Millsap was out for part of that stretch. Him and Jokic were forced to develop that two-man game. Yeah, I think that's going to be huge for Murray in the long run. Um, I just, I just think it's set up for success. Twenty-two years old. I think he can make the leap this year. Some of the pictures he's looking muscle watch twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. It kind of looked like it hit him a little bit. He, he looked like he was a little cut. Um, is he going to not be able to shoot the ball for the first month of the season? It's three years in a row now, or two years. I mean, it's it's really three years in a row because he just didn't shoot the ball well his rookie year at all, yeah. like really over the entire season. So three years in a row. But more specifically, two years in a row in October and November, he hasn't shot it better than 33% from three. Is That's this crazy. is this Does the trend break this year? I'll say yes, just because like it's overdue to break. Yeah. I'll say yes. I'll say yes, because I think part of it is him overthinking that start of the season. And I think maybe now... I think I really do think once you played in 14 playoff games, two game sevens, you get to the first week of the regular season and you're like, All right. you know, yeah, it's basketball, but it's nothing I can't do. It's nothing I don't have a grip on. I also think I know this is crazy, but I think Will Barton being here helps him. I mean, Will Barton is just another playmaker that yep. allows him to play. He's That's so important. good off ball. That's really important. What people don't realize about Will Barton is he does stuff at the small forward that the small forwards behind him can't do. Yeah. He can play out the pick. They and can roll. do other things. I, I think he's the third best passer on the team. Right. Behind. Behind Jokic and Monte. Playmaker. Oh, playmaker Monte. Yeah, you're right, yeah, you're Will right, Barton yeah, can yeah, play out the pick and roll. He can f- play point guard. You know, he can play make for himself. He can get others open looks. He can shoot from three. He can attack the rim. You know, Malik Beasley, Torrey Craig, Wancho, Porter, they can check a lot of boxes. They can't check all the boxes that Will Barton does. Before we Agreed. move on to this last topic. Is this the year of MPJ or the year of Jamal Murray or the year of somebody else, in your opinion? Like, we have to pick. <laughs> you have to pick one. Idea. And I'm not even going to explain what that means. Just I don't think it's the year of MPJ. Okay. I would lean more towards Murray, but I don't think this is necessarily the year of Murray. I think this is just the year of the Nuggets again, kind of like mm, it was last okay. year. Okay. Uh, and I want to go back to what we were saying about Murray because the main reason why I'm not going to go out and say, Murray is for sure going to establish himself as that number two guy next to Jokic is because Gary Harris is still there. And I'm holding out a bit that Gary Harris can be healthy. Mm -hmm. And if he is healthy for the entire season, there's an argument to be made that he can be that number two guy. I was going to say, yeah, what about the year of Gary Harris, the resurgence? Or, Or just that maybe Gary's not the number two guy or it's Jokic and then Murray and Harris on the same level. Okay. I think what I would just like to see the most is two years ago, it was all about that Gary Jokic connection. Last year, it was all about that Jamal Jokic connection. Can these things be put together now in an offense yeah. as opposed to taking turns? So that'd be my answer to your question, Adam. I don't think it's the year of Porter. I don't think it's the year of Murray. I think it's the year of the Nuggets again, kind of like it was last year. Maybe last year was year of Jokic. I think it's but. the year of Murray. Okay. I really do. And I think it's a lot because the Nuggets have so many players. They're going to not, and I think they'll be so good in the regular season at least that they won't need to play Jokic more than 31 minutes a night and I think he'll be what he was last I mean when you're a top 10 player it's hard for you to move up and down and I think Mm -hmm. that's just where Jokic is 
But Jamal Murray, I think either he makes the leap or he doesn't but either way it's the year, it's the year of him and he got the contract this is the time of year or the time in your career where you would expect him to really start to take off the way he ended i think this is the year of jamal i just hope that means it in a good way yeah i do think he makes the all-star team murray does if the, see to me that's making the leap though like so right out west I, yeah, yeah it's the same west, thing i yeah. would disagree Damian because Miller, i think I steph th- curry james harden i think Russell more Westbrook? of murray's all-star possibility depends on denver's team success than it does him his individual leap. I think Murray can take as big of a step as he did from year two to year three this year, from year three to year four, and make an all-star team. Mm. I don't think he has to take a bigger leap than he did last year. If Denver's at the top of the West, when that all-star voting happens, they're going to get two guys. Well, there's one other player, and this is the number one on my board, certainly top five, but this could be the year of MPJ, and I don't even mean that as... I think it's crazy to think that he would be like an all-star player or anything like that, but... MPJ just being something, just showing a flash of like, oh yeah, this guy actually could be the first or second or you know best player on this yeah. team long term. If that is the case, this is the year of MPJ. And I, I mean, I don't know if it will be, but what I mean, I guess that that's just the next one on our topic is is just him, like just how good is he? That's the number one storyline for me. I think we're gonna see a ton of flashes. Mm. Like we're gonna see a ton of moments where he takes over for a quarter, yeah, or you know he he takes over for a five or six minute stretch and scores like ten straight, twelve straight, and we go to ourselves and say, oh man, this guy can be an all-star you know this is who we thought porter could be there's going to be other times where he looks lost because he's a rookie and we forget a lot of times that most rookies just are below replacement level players a lot of times and it takes him a while to get it. it takes him half a season to really just get it so i think we're going to see a ton of flashes throughout the year that really show his potential um but you know i'm not gonna sit here and say we're gonna see that from october through April, May, consistent. I, I have, I'm going to throw this one to you so you can start on this angle, Brendan, but on a scale of one to 10, just how excited are you to see him? It's, it's, you know what's funny? Even this question is hard to answer for me because every time it gets seven, eight, nine, there's a setback. And oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You don't want to get too high. There's utility just to just putting it out of your mind, yeah, and getting behind the rest of this Nugget squad. But but when your mind wanders and and you you let it, wander to those sort of fantasy places you're like man there's a chance that they have a fourth a fourth young not role player not good player stud and if that's the case then this is probably the golden era of nuggets basketball mm. yeah i mean certainly 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 then certainly yeah but that again though this is why i keep my excitement at like a five yeah you yeah. know this is why it's important well i don't do that i have i took the restrictor plate off this engine i am not concerned i am not that is the number one storyline, and I am a 10 on, on getting to see him wow. play, in large part because I have only ever seen him working out in empty gyms or playing against 16-year-olds. I've never seen this dude play. Yeah. He could be anything, and because of that, anything. I'm just so excited to see it because I'm like, what the heck does he look like? It's the number one storyline for sure. Yeah. The number one storyline is how much does he play? How does he look? Oh, is he the guy who we thought he was? Hopefully Comcast is not a hater. You know, a DirecTV, not a hater, because this game is in like two weeks, and I'm going to be pissed if I don't get to see it. Can I tell you something? The preseason game or the regular season? Oh, it's on ESPN, though, The preseason one is on ESPN. Yeah. 
if being a hater is uh, choosing the money over what makes Adam Mata's happy, I think Comcast is probably going to be a hater. And I appreciate the people that aren't haters. Mm. Here's my biggest question about Porter, and I think what's probably going to define a lot of his rookie year. Can he fit into his role? Yes. Because he's talked about this in a couple interviews, and I actually think the fact that he's talking about it is is a really positive sign. Mm. <laughs> but athletes talk about this crap all the time. He I'm could just here to support. He, he could <laughs> just say, I'm a mix of Kevin Durant and Giannis, and I'm just going to be the number one option. Hey, you know, Dwight Howard's saying all the right <laughs> things, too. You know what? Fresh start. I'm going to give Porter some, some credit here. Yeah. Um, is he going to be it able to seem, fit yeah. into a role on the bench unit and be that second or third or fourth option for the first time in his life and because he has always been the number one guy every single team he's ever been on he's been the number one guy who's you know the alpha who's going to get the ball down the stretch he's not going to be that at all with this team maybe he's not going to be that for three years or so that's what I think is going to define his rookie year. That's what the hope is for having to to redshirt essentially, right? Is that he watched a team win all those games without him, and and hopefully he's thinking, how do I slide into this as yeah. opposed to what can they do for me? Because you just want him. If he's just a seven foot tall dude on the wing who is going to hit those shots, and you have to cover him, that helps Still a lot. Dope. That yeah. helps it's a like, lot. It's really exactly good. Yeah, low end. He's Rashad Lewis, who's yeah. like a really good player. Um, all right, that's going to wrap it up for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. All week long, we're rolling out brand new types of content, including things like this, a live recording of the podcast, which I think is provides a new element. Looks to you kind of see behind the scenes how we do things. We'll be doing a lot of these throughout the season on different sets, not just on this set. We have some other sets to kind of unveil to you. Tomorrow's show, we're going to do a mailbag. I think a lot of Fridays, we're going to end up doing a mailbag. But here's the thing. You want to participate. You've got to subscribe to DNVR. you got to hop in the comment section of this show, so the Thursday episode. You hop in the comment. Leave us a comment of what you want uh, you want us to talk about. Those ones will get priority. We're going to talk about those ones first. We also have two new videos going up. So yesterday we had Monte Morris, Juancho Hernan Gomez player previews that we filmed, wrote scripts for and filmed in front of this set. Really, really cool, high-end quality. Today's episodes, Jeremy Grant and Paul Millsap, Behind the Paywall. We'll give you a little taste of a little teaser. The Behind the Paywall, you got to subscribe. Great deals going on right now on dnvr.com for you to subscribe. So if you want to be a part of this show, you want to see all the great content, Content we're doing hop on over there for brendan vote for harrison wind i'm adam Mates. this is dnvr we are denver goodbye everybody hey guys before we get out of here gotta remind you about total beverage they are giving the dnvr fam 30 percent off your purchases of 25 dollars or more if you use the code dnvr 2019 online or on the total beverage app make sure you download it today as you may or may not know, Total Beverage delivers to most of the metro area, from Lakewood to Boulder and from Aurora to Brighton, and they have the lowest prices in the state. Plus, they now offer CBD products. That's right, from drinks to gummies, you can enjoy CBD products on your next visit. Don't let this offer pass you by. Order today and receive 30% off your purchase of $25 or more, and better yet, don't leave the comfort of your home and get it delivered.